Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome back to Smoke Pit Storytime. This is season two. This episode tonight, I'm hanging out with the Band-Aid King, Dempsey himself. What's up, brother? What's up? Appreciate you having me on, man. It's man, I, very cool. Well, I appreciate you coming on. This is the second season, and I decided I want to kind of showcase cool-ass people that have their own business and the way things are going. Everybody needs to needs all the help they can get, and hey, if I can get the couple thousand people that listen to buy some shit, that's awesome. Definitely. <laughs> we're <laughs> definitely, we're definitely all about that. There we go. Sir. Cheers. <laughs> so, um, so you, um, your field, you work on the oil rigs, correct? Yes, sir. Yeah, I've worked offshore since I was 18 years old. It's like 23 years now that I've worked offshore. Jeez. That's uh, that's some beast work right there, dude. I was showing my wife. Now, the the oil rigs, as far as, you know, the, I guess it varies by location and what ocean you're in and all that jazz. But typically, how far off of the, like, the water service are they? So, so I don't work on a rig. I work okay. on a production platform. So okay. rigs, rigs drill and production platforms actually get the oil out of the ground. It's okay. <clears throat> it's not can I curse on here? Oh yeah. I give a fuck. Okay. So, not bitching, but it's 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 very common like misconception that like everybody that works offshore works on a rig and okay. fuck drilling. That's that's for real hard work. That's horrible shit. Um my platform is probably about 75 feet okay. off the water. Um, top of the heliport, we have two heliports in my structure. The top of the main heliport is probably 115, 125 feet off the water. Oh, wow. So, But we're only in maybe 300 feet of water, and there are platforms out there that are in like 7,000 feet of water. Aye. yeah yeah like like jack st milo with chevron is something like 275 miles offshore and in seven thousand feet of water the hell with that dude yeah and the closest hospital for jack st milo is literally in fucking mexico because you just take a lift like yeah do like that and you're in mexico fuck that yeah no shit <laughs> yeah i was showing my wife because she was like who are you having on and i was telling her she's like i don't know you know what is that like so i just showed her pic i went on youtube and uh i can't remember if i searched platform or oil rig or whatever but everything that pops up is like during a storm yeah so i showed her that she goes thanks i'm gonna have nightmares now <laughs> well what's crazy about the gulf and like just being on the ocean, it can go from like being like beautiful, like the most beautiful day you've ever seen in your life to blowing 75 miles an hour and raining in completely sideways in about 15 minutes, just, just because of the way the ocean is. So it's, we get a lot of storms and we have to deal with the hurricanes and shit, obviously, cause we're in the Gulf, but like bad weather is just part of life. I mean, yeah. it's just something you kind of have to deal with. Right. So you, you almost kind of get, 
I don't want to say numb to it, but kind of used to it. You're like, oh, here we go again. Yeah, like like when I'm home and we have hurricanes, I worry. It sounds stupid and it sounds like whatever, but I'm more comfortable comfortable offshore with bad weather. Yeah. Than being at home because like offshore, all I have to worry about is like me and my people, and they're all grown ass men, you know. Right. Here and they're used to it. And... Yeah, and here like it's it's my wife and my kid and and everybody else i care about and there are things like offshore i can control a lot like that sounds shitty but i i control a lot here there's a lot of different variables like trees and shit we don't have trees offshore and right. if you fucking eat a oakland to the dome this could be a bad fucking day and yeah that's true man there's a lot of things that can become a projectile quick fast and in a hurry you know Definitely, definitely. So, I mean, it's just, luckily, like, I'm the third generation of my family to work offshore. Both my dad and my grandfather did it for 20, 30 years. And my wife's dad did it for 40 years or something. So she's used to it. And that she knows kind of kind of what to expect. You know, it, it's, it's not for everybody, but it, it'll definitely make you a good living and make a man out of you. Yeah, no doubt. So that, I guess that's pretty pretty common, you know, for the Gulf. That's pretty big, you know, industry to, to draw from down there. Is... South Louisiana is very, very special. You can get a job if you have a heartbeat and you're not completely fucking stupid like you used to. You get a job with a heartbeat and not be completely stupid, making, like, really good money, really fucking good money. Um I think when I was, I started offshore when I was 18 at like six bucks an hour, which in 1998, that's when I was 18, multiply that times 40, then my next 44 hours were time and a half because your standard week is seven days. So I was shitting in high cotton at 18. I mean, mm -hmm. so <clears throat> it's, it's something that you can definitely like just kind of step into down here. But it's one of the last, I think it's one of the last industries where, like, we kind of weed out, like, bitch-made people. And I, I don't see that mean way because, like, you find out very quickly, like, who's going to make it and who's not. Because, I mean, you're obviously away from your old lady. You're away from your family. You're, and Jody is obviously, you know. That son of a bitch. Yes, we have Jody in the oil field. Um. And just some guys can't deal with it. And it, it's, like I said, it, it'll it make a man out of you. Like, it's it's hard work, but it's honest work. And fuck it, I'll make a good living and I'll provide for my family. And at the end of the day, that's kind of all that matters, you know? Yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the thing right there. Yeah, we're the same age, so. You have a better beard than me, though. <laughs> I couldn't even grow one until I was like 30. Well, I, I technically can't grow one because I have to have to be able be able to wear a, a SCBA because okay, I yeah. work I work around H2S. So okay, that sucks. Yeah, right. You know what's crazy as you get older, like your beard starts coming. Yeah. But also, the wizard brows start yes. like, dude, is that a thing? Is that a thing with you too? Yeah, and why does nose hair grow so fast now? 
fuck. I don't, dude, it's definitely a thing. And then like, hair, hair on the earlobes. Yes. <laughs> and then my like, wife will be, well, my wife will see it and she'll just, I won't even pay attention to what she's doing. She'll just grab some tweezers, start yanking them out. And I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Dude, that'll, that'll bring you to your knees. <laughs> it will. It's horrible. The <laughs> mind does the same thing. Mrs. Demp is like, oh, look, you have, stop. Yeah. She was like, come here and let me groom you. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> Let's not just say we did. Yeah, How yeah, about yeah. That? <laughs> if I don't let her do it, she gets mad. Is it your... I'm trying to figure out how to ask this without sounding stupid, so I was my eyes screw it. Um, so working on the platform, and um, I know by on Twitter you're a medic. Is that your primary duty, or is that like, or is that like what your position is, or how does that work? No, um, my primary duty is technically I'm a lead operator. Like I'm in charge of everything that goes on in the field every day. We have 13 platforms, make about 6,000 barrels of oil a day. And I'm responsible for the day-to-day operations. The medic thing is just kind of, it used to be like, not gonna like dox who are used, who I used to work for, but the medic thing used to be a, a bigger deal with who I used to work for. Mm-hmm. And now it's not so much, but it, it's still an important part of my job. So technically my, my title, if, if like we're doing that is lead operator. Okay. That's cool. And um, so through that, through that medic experience, that's how you uh, started cell attack. Yeah. Yeah. Like about three, four years ago, like I started just looking around at what like people were selling and I saw that people were buying absolute dog shit for a shit ton of money. Like it was even today, some of the kids that are out there is they're selling fluff for like, and they're just inflating their prices with the fluff. And so <clears throat> I essentially took like my experience as being a medic offshore, like being a medic in an austere environment, like away from everybody and took that and took like what I used on a day-to-day basis being a medic offshore. And we packaged that up and that's how we started solo that. That's awesome. I know we got a lot of mutual friends that um, that uh, that really like the kits that you do. Yeah, I mean, like we just what a lot of what a lot of companies are doing right now. And hey, if if that's your thing and you want to fuck over people, then hey, you're gonna have to answer for it someday. But our thing is we're going to sell very simple things that, like, I think you mentioned your wife was a nurse, mm-hmm. so like. Even if your wife wasn't a nurse, if you just took Joe Blow off the street and handed him one of our kids, we designed our stuff to be able to have like Joe Blow with no medical training, just kind of have look at it and be like, all right, cool. So this this should probably go here. You know, like yeah. we wanted yeah. it to be very simple, but very effective. Yeah, I, showed, I, was, I was on the website the other night <clears throat> and uh, 
I showed her what I was looking at and she's like, well, what comes in those kits? And I just showed her and she was kind of reading through. She goes, and she, she's a trauma nurse. And she goes, oh yeah, that's all, that's all you need. Yeah. Patch them up, call 911, you know. I get a lot of requests like to build like custom kits because, <clears throat> excuse me, that's kind of like what we made our name on was if you email us or get in touch with me or get in touch with Mrs. Demp, we will build pretty much anything that you want. And with that being said, like the basics will never fail you. I mean, the same shit that you learned in Boy Scouts or first aid or whatever first aid class you took in whatever service you were in, that shit is never going to fucking fail you. And that's why we built our kids the way we did. Yeah. We're just trying to reinforce that, like give you the, the product at a fair price. And that's the thing. Like my same pocket trauma kit that we developed, other people are selling for like fucking 80 bucks. Oh, I've seen them for higher than that. I'm like, that's some bullshit. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it's, it is what it is. And I talked about it on Twitter a little bit that hopefully, I mean, shit is getting hard to find now, like mm -hmm. because of the, because of the coof and importation and all that. And I'm really trying not to raise prices. We're trying to provide good kit at a fair price. That's period, period. Yeah. That's, that's our entire ethos behind Solitech and that's our business model. And that's, that's what we try to do every day is provide good kit at a fair fucking price. Yeah. And it looks like that. I mean, I need, I actually need to order some stuff from you, but, um, just looking it over and then, you know, talking with clay, you know, clay Martin and everybody. And I want to say he even mentioned you by name in prairie fire. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. He, uh, clay wrote us up a couple of other guys have wrote us up. Um, and I appreciate that a lot. It's coming from clay. Like, you know, clay's legit. Clay's yeah. everybody knows clay's backstory. I'm not going to like coming from clay and all the boys that like we all kind of hang out with yeah <laughs> yeah you know that 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 means a lot that their trust in a civilian coon ass to build them kid so i mean it means a lot and thank you clay hell yeah to clay so as far as all the stuff you got because i know you've got like the blowout kits and the ptks and stuff like that and you got a you know a lot of other stuff on there for your basic person, you know, something that for going to the range, it's always good to have that kind of stuff or, you know, some weird shit starts going down here, you know, just to have on you. Which do you recommend, like the blowout kit versus the PTK versus, you know? So I'd probably recommend that they get the PTK because it has everything in there that they, you're going to need to treat immediate trauma. Okay. It's got a it's got a tourniquet, it's got C locks, a hemostat agent, it's got gauze. It you know, I mean, and it fits in your pocket. We literally designed it to fit in your cargo pocket of your whatever uniform you're wearing, or your back pocket, or jacket okay. pocket. Okay, you know? cool. So that's about the size like it could probably fit into like uh like a little small like admin pouch or something like that. Yes, yes. Definitely will. And I mean, okay. it, it doesn't have all the bells and whistles that a lot of people are selling, but it has shit that will save your life. So Right. It'll keep the red stuff in you, right? Correct. That's keep, the name of that's the name of the game. 
Yes, keep the life juice inside. That's awesome, man. Um, let's see. I'm brain farting here. It's been a long day. I've been up since like four this morning. I have not. I got up at like twelve thirty this afternoon because I had a massive hangover. It was horrible. I drank <laughs> way too much vodka last night. I Ooh. Probably shouldn't be talking about this on like a professional podcast, but have you, it is what it is. Have you not heard this show? <laughs> <laughs> uh I had one show. Thank goodness that the uh the audio got corrupted because I was so drunk I had to lay down on the ground and let somebody else take over. <laughs> That is amazing. We might of, be related. Yeah, got a hold of got a hold of that JW Dant. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Boy. Twelve dollar whiskey is unforgiving. <laughs> it is that. And it leads to bad decisions and antibiotics. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you said something the other you said something earlier about uh Kunas. So uh, for those that don't know, what is Kunas? So like, whew, this is going to be a subject. So awesome. like, like Kunas is our N-word, if you uh, kind of get what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like, essentially a Kunas is a Cajun. Like, okay. <clears throat> we've been down here for three, four hundred years just kind of doing our own thing. And all the Yankees and like white people, like I'm obviously white, but you get get what I'm saying. Yeah. But the carpet carpet baggers. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Them Thank you. shit. Yeah. They try to come down here and like co opt and do their thing. And it being a good ass is just kind of way of life like you live off the land and i mean like like no shit when i was a kid we didn't store-bought meat but i had killed what we ate you know and i mean that's a that that's a common common theme among like a lot of people that live on the land and kind of grew up poor Anglo Scots and yeah, because I'm from I'm originally from Appalachia. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, I mean you you want you want a rice and gravy, then you better go shoot something. Mm-hmm. I mean, so gotta have that seasoning meat. That's right. Oh God, we are related. <laughs> I heard you <laughs> talking about oysters the other day. I'm like, oh God, I want some oysters so bad. Dude, you I, live, I lived in Charleston for a while, and uh, you know we got all the ge- the geechee down there. So I was always eating, you know, dirty rice and red bean Wait, rice and fried oysters and steamed oysters and all that stuff. It's it, it's. I'm not trying to be like at a loss for words, but like being kunas is it's hard to describe. Like without like actually being ass. you either are or you aren't. And <clears throat> my family has only been down here for like maybe 125 years, sort of. I have to do the math, but we're gonna call that good. Meanwhile, 
my wife's family is one of the original Kunat families. In oh, fact, wow. the original Kunat family. So they've been down here for like 400 some fucking years. And is that originally like French? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We were too awesome for Canada, so they kicked us out. Yeah, that's right. The Acadians? Yeah. Okay. And the, where the word Cajun comes from is l'Acadie. So l'Acadien. That's so that's where it comes from. Okay. That's awesome. <clears throat> Don't ask me to speak anymore, but it's way too drunk. <laughs> No, I uh, I think when I first ran across uh, for when I first found you on Twitter, you're doing like real short videos. You're hanging out in the backyard when the chicken was on the table. Yes, you started yes. yelling at him in French. Yes, we have a chicken problem here. <laughs> we so essentially many of them decided that he wanted chickens, and so over the years, I've bought probably the GDP of Somalia and pullets from tractor supply and the coons eat them and the possums eat them and I just replace them. Yeah. But now we have some that are apparently stuck. They, they're here now. And all I can say is that if you have chickens, you will step in chicken shit. It makes good fertilizer, though. It's a little hot, but... Yeah, you gotta let it sit for a couple of years. Yeah. Because if you put it directly into the garden, it's just gonna burn everything up. Burn everything up. Um, I saw today, I think it was... You ever listen to the Survival Podcast? The Survival Pod? You send me that link. I will. Um, he did one today. Um, it was about making your own chicken feed. See, you really don't have to feed chickens because those motherfuckers will eat anything. I, I, we buy chicken feed for what reason? I don't know. You don't have to feed the chickens, feed the chickens to anybody. They will eat anything. Well, she's right over there. Yeah, she's they'll arguing. Keep, they'll keep ticks out of the yard. They will, and guinea hens will kill snakes. They know yes, they you will. Know about that. Yeah, um, it was the craziest thing. I saw one, um, I was at my granddad's house and a uh, little mouse came out of the hole and that chicken went full dinosaur and just bit its head off. Shit. <laughs> That's what they are, they're tiny dinosaurs. Exactly. And the only reason I want a 3D printer is so I can make little arms. <laughs> little T-Rex arms to go on the chickens. Because I think that would be amazing. That'd be hilarious. It would. But <clears throat> so now I have Rooster Rooster, Whitey Part One, Whitey Part Two, Goldie Gotti, Mini Rooster, and Blackie. And Whitey Daddy. Yes, and Whitey Daddy. I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> uh, uh, did any of them? Are they like uh, laying, like yes. laying eggs and stuff? Dude, I have so many eggs. Days. I have so many eggs. But 
now it's hide and seek with the eggs because they use they used to sleep in chicken house but now they're like fuck the chicken house they're just taking over the yard yeah they just sleep in trees and lay eggs everywhere and occasionally i'll find an egg and it's not very cool anymore we used to have like eggs everywhere but now it's oh i found an egg so I got that going for him. Don't, don't quite know how old that one is. Yeah. Uh, it's cold outside. It's still, it's still oh, that's true. That's true. I had to, yeah, I had to put on the sweatshirt and stuff to come in. The room I record in is right over the garage. It's like 30 degrees oh. outside right now. Even though I'm in Georgia, it's freaking cold. I actually went to Georgia one time. Yeah. Yeah. Where'd you go? I went to watch LSU beat the dog shit of my out of Miami at the last peach bowl that there ever was. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, remember when there was only like four, five bowls? Yes. And, and now also it's... the old Georgia Dome was in the worst part of Atlanta imaginable. Yeah, there's a lot of those. <laughs> We're going to the game. I'm loading my pistol. Yeah, dude. I mean, <laughs> I'm I'm like an hour and a half north of that. I do, I do. If I can stay out of the perimeter, I don't go. Same with me with New Orleans. Everybody's like, dude, New Orleans is awesome. I was like, all right. So, if you want New Orleans experience, come to my house. I'll punch you in the face. Take your wallet, and then you can leave in the morning. So yeah, that's pretty much the New Orleans experience. Oh my God. Man, I'm trying to think. It's, it's been like since the 90s. Mrs. Dim is having IT problems and she's mad. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. I know how that goes. Yeah, I think I haven't been to New Orleans since like 99. I think it was the last time I was there. But I didn't go during a festival or nothing. I just went like an off, like I guess whatever off season would be. I mean, that was like, cool because I like to eat. So <laughs> there, there are legit like awesome places there. Yeah. But I mean, if you have to have Louisiana State Police pull security, it's probably a bad scene. Yeah, for sure. Do you think? Do you think that probably changed after Katrina? Like things got worse. I think that that's something we probably shouldn't talk about in the podcast. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> Like it, it, it kind of did and it kind of didn't. Um, New Orleans has always been New Orleans, mm-hmm. and it's a very violent place. And well, I guess that's anyone that's yeah, anybody that studied the history of New, you know, yeah, it's, a, it's always been kind of rough. It has, and I, you know. it's it's like Boston without the shitty accents. <laughs> we always tell people I'm like dude there's rednecks everywhere dude yes <laughs> oh i went to go visit a friend in upstate new york he goes what'd you think i'm like i don't want to hear another redneck joke from you bud he goes what do you mean I'm like you got plenty here man yeah like people like to hate on like rednecks and hillbillies and coon asses until their shit breaks and they need someone to fix it <laughs> yes <laughs> this oh you need that shit welded oh mm. i remember that joke no i'm not welding your shit yeah yeah <laughs> i mean like 
they're hate a lot on Yankees and like no offense, like you're a Yankee because you're from north of I ten. But yeah. <laughs> but just like you just said, there are rednecks everywhere. Mm-hmm. Every fucking where. And I think that's what a lot of people forget. They're like the salt of the earth people are fucking everywhere and mm-hmm. might not be able to fix your router. We can weld your trailer back together. I was in Kuwait early 03. And uh, this is right before we went out to um, the FOB, right before we invaded Iraq. And we were on was a six ring road. And I'm rolling in my Humvee. It would roll up. And uh, I see this damn Dodge Ram uh, jacked up on 44s with a huge ram painted across the whole back window. I'm like, you got to be shitting me. So I floored it. I was like, I got to pull up next to this dude. It was a Kuwaiti dude and one of them checkerboard, you know, turbines and everything. He rolls down the window. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like pulling up my saw. I'm like laying across my lap just in case. And he like honks his horn. He's got a train horn in that thing. He's like, he's like, yeah, buddy. Yes. See, that's my like, yeah. I'm like, he probably went to like University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, or Duke, or something, you know, or Georgia Tech. He went to state, he went to Mississippi State, probably, probably. Yeah, <laughs> that's so I just thought awesome. that was cool. And I was like, dude, rednecks literally are everywhere, they really are. I mean, you can't escape us, you can only join us. That's it. Hey, rednecks make the world go round, brother. Really did. I mean, like, who else are you going to... That's one thing, like, I've been seeing a lot on Twitter lately is that people are, like, way, way promoting, like, if you don't have a degree, then you're not shit. Well, you can fuck off, Yeah. first of all, because I don't have a degree. I have a fucking GED, and I can buy your soul if I really wanted to. And also, I can build shit and fix shit and do all the things that my dad taught me how to do and that his dad taught him how to do because we place value on actual physical work instead of, like, just made-up bullshit and ranting. But too many people are placing value on just made-up words and not actually being able to do anything in the real world. If I lost my job tomorrow, God forbid, I could still feed my fucking family, you know? I mean, if Checkmark McGillicuddy lost their job tomorrow, they'd be doing a GoFund. And that goes back to your redneck comment. Rednecks and hillbillies and kunasses will always be able to survive. And that's just the way of the fucking world. I mean, it... It's it's a cliche, but it's fucking true. Well, there's a reason it is. <laughs> it really yeah, is. They're stereotypes for a reason. But uh, yeah, we see. I've just seen a Twitter is a fascinating place. <laughs> it really is. You know, I used to just get mad. I'm like, these people are retarded. You know, and they are. And but now I just it's kind of a mixture of, I kind of feel sorry for some people, but then I just kind of laugh too. Cause I'm like, 
But now I just either shit post or make fun of people. So That's all I do now too. It's it's the best way to go about Twitter at this yeah. point. I used to be like, I've got to educate, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah, I'm just gonna ridicule. Yeah, that was that. That was me in like 2015. I'm like, no. Here are some statistics and a link, and I'm just like, you're fucking stupid, and I don't like you, and you should exit my timeline. So yeah, there's that. And then everybody else piles on. They're like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm in a, uh, I've got a private room that uh, there's like 32, 32 of us in there. And we're all veterans. And uh doesn't mean shit really. But, um, oh, I want to dress up real quick. I know you, like you went for a while there. You're like, I'm not a veteran. Did I? Which we all knew, but we adopted you, so fuck it. Well, I appreciate that. And, like, <clears throat> I see, like, being on Twitter as much as I am, I see a lot of douchebags stealing valor and, like, pretending to be something that they're not. And the reason I'm so vocal about saying that I'm not a veteran and I'm not prior service is because I don't want to be that guy. You know, I, I've gotten accused of it a couple of times of actually like stealing valor. And my response to them is fuck off. Um, I've always been very honest and open about what I am and what I'm not. Um, and like you said, luckily all you boys adopted me and took me under your arm and it is what it is but I, I i do not like those that uh inflate and try to steal what isn't theirs yeah i was like me i was i'm, I'm up front too i'm like i was an intel nerd <laughs> you know i was a mushroom they fed me shit and kept me in the dark you know what i mean so, do you know Dunlarp? I've heard of that. <laughs> <laughs> He's got weak eyes. <laughs> What's the whole story behind that dude? Because I've seen bits and pieces, but I've never really bothered to dig in a lot to it. Jesus Christ, how much time do you have? So, Dunlarp <clears throat> ran for some kind of office like four or five years ago. I forgot that he put all of his shit online. Like his full name, his address, and everything. This, well, is, then, in, this is in Louisiana? or No, he lives in Northern Virginia. Oh, okay. <clears throat> and then he decided that it would be a great idea to start fucking with all the boys. He looks like he does window tent. Badly. He does <laughs> it badly. There are bubbles everywhere. Everywhere. And I hate to say it, but like he ran uh, Nick, I'm not going to say his last name, but everybody knows who I'm talking about. He did run him off of Twitter with some bullshit. Um, and for that, he is forever my enemy. If you want to come after me, come after me. I'm totally cool with that. But don't go after my parents or my family or my wife. Yeah. Because that's bullshit. 
Yeah, my boss. I was telling my boss about some people getting doxxed online, and he knows I do the podcast. And I don't know if he listens or not, but he's a pretty cool ass dude. He goes, "Well, if you ever get doxxed and they send some people to your house, I'll give you a bonus for each scalp you bring me." Nice. <laughs> I mean, like the whole the whole Dunlar thing is just a shit show. It's just a fucking shit show. Like, I'm not gonna knock a service. He's a fucking douchebag. I'll leave it at that. Um, yeah, Twitter's full of them. Yeah, a lot of douchebags on Twitter. Yeah, he, I've been I've been busy really uh, kind of making fun of uh, lefty libertarians lately. Libertarians are the worst ever because they they have no like nap. Well, that goes against the nap. Shut yeah, I've been making I've been making fun of that too because I I went from being a Republican to libertarian to I'm in the hill you know I'm back in the hillbilly party, but uh you know <laughs> the leave me the hell alone party. Yes. But uh I said something the other day and I'm surprised no I didn't get get hammered on it but uh I said I see a lot of arguments for the nap that people use that are really that I think are really just uh. A cover for being a coward. Yeah. I mean, like, I got an argument, I think, last night with some fucking law libertarian. <clears throat> He's not about shit. Just, like, take care of your fucking family and what you got. And yeah. Don't, that's, job, that's job number one. Exactly. And, and don't try to tell me how to live my fucking life. Like, it's, I, I, there's so many different ideologies. Mm-hmm. going on and so many of them are fucking stupid as shit Jesus Christ yeah that's I mean at the end of the day I don't give a shit what you say on Twitter Like, I don't give a shit what you say on Facebook or Reddit or whatever fucking platform you want to be on at the end of the day your ultimate responsibility as a dude is to provide for your family and defend period that's, that's the end it. of the story and if you're making up rules to get around that, we probably can't be friends. Like, for sure. For sure. Like, I see so many people, and it's weird. You know, like, I, I was trying to figure out what my political philosophy was before I just realized it's, I'm probably more akin to what my grandfather was, where he's like, they're all crooked and I don't give a shit about none of them. And once I decided that, it, everything was a lot easier. And it's like, Jesus, it's not a religion, you know. <laughs> yeah. But for some people, it is. It, it, that, yeah. That's kind of. I sad. mean, don't get me wrong. Like, 2015, 2016, I was like heavily invested in politics, and sure, I was all about all that. And now I'm just like, LOL, what the fuck ever. <laughs> I mean, it's it's just it's all become so fucking stupid and they're doing shit right in front of our face. That's unconscionable. And it, it, it is what it is. And I mean, you can't do anything now but laugh at it. Yeah. I mean, well, I'm like, saying like these people don't deserve your admiration to deserve your ridicule. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like if, if you come across my feed and you say some stupid shit, probably going to fuck with you. And that's just the way it has to be because I would expect the same out of any of you. But 
apparently there are a fuck ton of stupid people in this world that have a Twitter account. So you, I mean, you know, it's weird. Uh, I can't remember where I saw this, but they said only I think it's only like one or two percent of the population is on Twitter. It's very small. Doesn't seem right, but it seems right. And I don't know what to say about that because the population is on Twitter. Then ninety-eight percent of the fucking retards are all on Twitter. Are, yes, yes. They are everybody else one percent. Everybody else is busy doing real shit. <laughs> yes, and that includes us. <laughs> <laughs> I multitask. Yeah. I waste time on Twitter and get shit done. Yeah. So what did you do today? <laughs> like, if you ever see me posting a lot during the day, because like after I got out of the army, I went back to uh, I went to I was a mechanic, and then I got done. I got tired of doing that because I hated working for dealerships and stuff, and um, started having issues with my hands. And now I'm a, now I'm a machinist. So CNC. Yeah. I haven't done manual in a long time. I'm passable, but I run a, uh, I program and run a CNC mill. Nice. You're a and, valuable uh, individual at this <laughs> point. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I can still run a lathe. <laughs> I don't know why that could be important. Uh, yes, it is. <laughs> I smell what you're stepping in. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. So you ever see me posting a lot? It's because I got a long run time. <laughs> Gosh, you, like there's the street behind my house. There's probably I'm not exaggerating. There's probably seven CNC shops. Oh wow, CNC is huge down here. Well, I get there's a lot of industry to support. Yeah, oil yeah. tools, oil. Yeah, yeah. I was uh at one point I, we were talking about moving down to uh like the Florida Keys and uh, that's where we got married but then it's, it's way too left you know yeah it's a, stu- a lot of Yankees moved down there yeah I don't I don't I don't see the beard fitting in Key Largo just actually Key Largo's chill but Key West nah it's uh I w- we were driving down there and like on the radio they doxed these two dudes that like didn't wear a mask or something what and I'm like Dude, if if that was me, and they dox me, and someone shows at my house, and I had to deal with that shit, it's, when I'm done dealing with that shit, I'm going to the radio station. I'm gonna deal with that shit. I go like four places. I go to the lumberyard, the feed store, liquor store, and the gas station. And yeah. luckily, none of those businesses enforce this. And I'm saying this as as a medic. This stupid fucking mask bullshit. Because at, at this point, that's what it is. I mean, oh yeah, it is. And like, I've never, uh, I had to wear in the airport, you know, because that's all basically federal anyway. But like when we were down in the Keys, this is this is in the end of July, and by then I was like, I know it's not what they're saying it is. And I would put on the mask to go into the store. Because the store owner said, "Look, I don't want I don't want to wear them. I don't think it's right." He's like, "But I get fined a lot." And I'm like, "Well, I don't want to get you in trouble." Yeah. So I do it then. But like, I was going out on the street. I took it off. It was like a hundred degrees outside, man. And uh, this cop rolled up. And was like, "Hey, put your mask on." And this guy behind me goes, "Get on out of here!" And the cop just rolled on out. <laughs> 
and I turned around. He had a he had a six pack. He's like, "You want one?" I'm like, "For sure, thanks, man. I'll, I'll be <laughs> buying you a beer." He goes, "I don't give a shit." <laughs> He's probably a fellow redneck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no shit dude but uh yeah now i think we're just gonna move we're gonna wind up moving further up into the mountains see mrs but, Dem loves loves the mountains and like snow but if it gets under like 50 degrees see i'm a manly i don't know if everybody knew about that like <laughs> I'm a very small guy i don't do cold it my radiator is malfunctioning so <laughs> i do not like the cold well, that's why they make, that's why Carhartt exists. There's not enough Carhartt on the planet <laughs> to make me move to like fucking Montana. Oh no, 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 that's a different kind of cold, bro. That's a different kind of cold. I had Braxton on the show. He was talking about uh, this uh, trapper cabin. He goes, "It's probably like minus fifteen right there, there right now." And I'm like, "No." <laughs> So, so about Braxton, okay, this guy. That's a cool dude. Very cool guy, but also takes the best fucking pictures I've ever seen in my life. No kidding. Dude's I like asked hanging him about out that. by a campfire, and it's all like perfect. Yeah. And Mrs. Dempsey's that, and I'm like, fucking unfollow him right now. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> and then he posts pictures of like him breaking horses and like doing all kind of cool cowboy shit. I'm just like, yeah. dude, could you fucking stop for the rest of us? Yeah. <laughs> My wife goes, you're always on his page. Do you have a man crush? I'm like, eh, sure. And plus, have, have you seen the mustache and the yeah. beard yeah. and his hats? It's all amazing. <laughs> How are we supposed to compete with that? It's, I mean, I've got Andy's humble as hell. It, uh, <laughs> Which makes it worse. It it, it does. Like <laughs> I I got nothing anymore. It's just <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> now that we talk shit on all of our friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, eventually there's a there's a couple other people I'm I'm trying to get on right now. There's uh homie from stocking mill we were supposed to do a show a couple weeks ago but just he had something come up that i had something come up and i just sent him a message i'm like no yeah i know y'all are crazy busy when you get caught up Holla. yeah stocking mill is awesome um we work with stocking mill and uh at looking over i don't know if you follow him um no i need to get hooked up yeah um to do that alwin cash yeah memorial um in his hometown and we we're able to get that done and uh stocking mill is solid too very solid too. yeah yeah i saw that video that he posted i'm like i'm not crying you're crying yeah <laughs> why is it so dusty Damn, dust ninjas dust ninjas got me allergies acting up you know yeah but um he seems real cool i want to i want to get the dude uh whoever runs the the uh twitter account for phoenix ammo too Phoenix is like if I owned an ammo company and just shit posted it to everyone that talks shit. Yeah. It's awesome. They're amazing. Yeah. I got some of their uh, <laughs> nine mil subsonic and that stuff was dope. And the uh, 147? Super, yeah. Yeah. Super, nice. super, 
consistent. Because even when I'd run stuff like Remington, uh, Subsonic, or anything like that, there'd be a hot one in there, you know. Yeah. And I'm running them through a can, so. Um, oh, look at you. To, oh, wow. <laughs> I used to work at, I, I worked at a gun <laughs> store back in the day. And so I got hooked up. But, uh, but yeah, there's stuff. Really, I just I just now got my notification that my 556 is shipping, so stoked. That's 75? No, no. Uh, the 55 grain. Okay. I've seen they did a run at 75 grain. Yeah, they still had some 55 in stock. I'm surprised. That is surprising. Yeah. I think everyone might be starting to chill out a little bit. What is No. <laughs> well, that 55 no. was on there like four days after they posted it. Holy shit. Yeah. Serious? Last time, last time it was 10 minutes. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I've given up on, like, shooting my 75 or 77 grain. Yeah. Because that shit is like unobtainium. Unobtainium. Yeah. It, it, it's hard it, to find now. It since is. Since I can't talk. Yeah. No, it's, I got what you're saying. Now, if I had it to do over again, I would have gone all 75 or 77, especially with SBR and shit. But um, I've got everything dialed in on 55s. Nice. And, no. then, I've, and then I got my dope to change for the 62 grain, too. So I got you. No, I tried to shoot uh, 75s through my SBRs and uh, not really SBRs, my shorties, mm-hmm. ATF. <laughs> and I shoot uh, 55 and 62 through my uh, big rifles, 16 yeah. and better. Yeah. Hopefully one day the Phoenix will be doing 300 blackouts again. Oof. He was saying probably sometime this summer or next wow. summer. That far out? Well, it makes sense. You know, I would say they're probably their number one seller. It would probably be nine mil, forty-five, and then fifty-five and seventy-five grain, five-five-six. Yeah. So it makes sense to push that out. Yeah. That's the hotness. It is the hotness. And like, what do you think about the uh, the taxes, the magazine taxes? I don't pay them. I've already paid all my taxes. I ain't paying more. I have nothing. Like, like I don't, I'm not paying taxes on shit. I paid sales tax. I ain't paying shit else. That's right. Both of our doors are probably kicked in by the fucking ATF. <laughs> <laughs> oh, better call before you come. So that's all I gotta say. Because I know I ain't done nothing Man. to leave. I ain't done nothing. So anyone that comes to my doors, I'm I'm assuming they're there to rob. So that is the correct answer. <laughs> Well, cool, brother. Uh, I appreciate you coming on. And uh, tell everybody where they can find, you know, Solo Tech and get some of that that goodness. All right. So if you're looking for kit, <clears throat> hit up at SolarTac on Twitter or SolarTac.com. S-O-L-A-T-A-C.com. I appreciate you having me on. And I hope this wasn't a complete shit show. Because... No. That's kind of what I'm known for. <laughs> well, then you're in good company, man. No, nah, it's all good. You know, there, right. there, there's people that are way better at podcasting than I am. I just do this stuff for regular folks. <laughs> I got you. Well, I appreciate you having me on, man. Yeah, dude. And uh, may well try to try to have a little goon Twitter. 
who is it? I had someone, uh, Sapper Spy, told me I need to go on that goon Twitter thing or the, 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 was it goon zoom? Yeah, you, you got to get in touch with uh, Brink, you know, Brink. Uh, yeah, it's a dude that doesn't like cargo shorts. Yes, yes, you got to get in touch with Brink. Like, he kind of either him or Eric, okay. Eric, Eric TWBB. Okay, cool. Yeah, Sapper had sent me a thing and I was already on my way to bed. Yeah, get in touch with them and they can hook you up, hook you up with the link. That's cool. But uh, maybe we can do our own sometime. That'd be fun. Get Clay and them. <laughs> yes. Well, cool, brother. Well, y'all have a good night and I uh, appreciate you coming on. We'll have to do it again, dude. Thanks for having me on. Later.